Hello and welcome to this Gateway House podcast. My name is Vipratap Vikram Singh. I'm a website associate here at Gateway House. Today we have with us Ambassador Neelam Deo, Director at Gateway House. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will be in Saudi Arabia over this weekend. This will be his last stop on his tri-nation tour, which has seen him go to the United States and Brussels. Thanks for joining us, Neelam. So this is going to be Narendra Modi's first visit to Saudi Arabia as Prime Minister, and um, there seem to be two significant areas of collaboration that can happen between the two countries. The first being energy, and the second being uh, defense and counterterrorism. Um, what developments could we expect from uh, Modi's visit? Um, you're. Uh, I'm very happy to be here, and of course, you're right. This is a very significant visit. Saudi Arabia is an important country for India, for its energy security, for the size of the Indian expat uh, worker community uh, in the kingdom. But it's also very important because of the timing. The whole region is uh, in uh, in flux. There's uh, uh, several uh, military confrontations going on simultaneously. So uh, yes, there will certainly be uh, discussions and a strengthening of the energy relationship. Saudi Arabia is already the largest supplier of uh, petroleum uh, uh, to India, and it would, given the fall in uh, energy prices, it would like to secure uh, some long-term arrangements. Um, and certainly, India is going to be a buyer of uh, oil in the into the future. And uh, for us as well, uh, while we will would not want to be tied down on price at this moment, uh, we would be interested in long-term energy security uh, arrangements with Saudi Arabia. Uh, we would also uh, be interested in strengthening the relationship on intelligence sharing uh, in on the issue of terrorism. Uh, both countries are very concerned about ISIS, which is the new manifestation of the threat of ter- terrorism, but it's a much older uh, problem. For India, of course, the Pakistani involvement in terrorist activities is more important than what is the, what are the issues that concern uh, Saudi Arabia from its own uh, regional situation. Uh, but in addition to this, India will have an interest in one securing investment. Although Saudi Arabia has uh, had some budgetary issues last year and will probably have them for the next couple of years, uh, there is still a very large investment fund, and there are numerous very wealthy uh, Saudi citizens who look for investment abroad. And certainly, the Prime Minister will probably make a pitch. Uh, for investing uh, in India, which is not only the fastest growing major economy, but is of the region, uh, is stable politically, and uh, has uh, a well set up economic uh, infrastructure. Uh, I think that uh, there will, in addition to energy, to uh, investment, and uh, anti-terrorism cooperation, there will be a discussion of defense, but much more in the nature of exchange of views. India is be- taking more interest in the Indian Ocean region, in the Persian Gulf region, and our own uh, West Coast. 
uh, and Saudi Arabia naturally as an oil exporter uh, is very interested in developments there. Saudi Arabia at this moment is involved in a war in uh, Yemen uh, in which India uh, has no uh, uh, part and in which India probably should not get involved in any way. And we have very different uh, perspectives on what is going on in Syria. As you mentioned, the entire area seems to be in a bit of a flux. Now, Saudi Arabia has seen a bit of a, uh, a drift in its, um, in its relation with the United States and to some extent with Pakistan as well. Um, could, this, could this situation give India a, a geopolitical opening uh, to develop closer ties with the kingdom and the entire West Asian region? You know, there has definitely been a some uh, friction in uh, U.S.-Saudi uh, relations. But uh, I think nobody expects that the United States is no longer the closest uh, security partner uh, of Saudi Arabia and of the other uh, countries uh, in the Gulf uh, as well, the GCC uh, as a whole. Uh, so we will not be looking to substitute the United States, but yes, India will probably look to work with the United States, but also with other countries like Japan or uh, South Korea, uh, which also are uh, importers uh, of petroleum from this region and uh, which have uh, a strong interest in coming together also for price setting in gas because Japan, South Korea and India are the three largest uh, importers. But uh, in, in this, in the area of defense, we will probably work more closely with the United States rather than in any uh, attempt to substitute uh, that. Pakistan is a whole uh, different question. It has a very close relationship uh, with Saudi Arabia. It has also joined uh, the 34-member alliance uh, that the Saudis have recently uh, spearheaded of countries uh, against uh, terrorism. India was not invited uh, to join that and India probably should not join it. It's a sort of uh, organization of Islamic countries, uh, kind of uh, military wing more or less uh, to take on terrorism. Uh, India does not have the same kind of threat from terrorism as countries uh, in the Arab world have and nor is it, uh, it does India address its this threat in the same way. So uh, we will be more important for the security of the Persian Gulf uh, and we will have much closer exchange of intelligence and information in uh, regard to terrorism. But much of the terrorism in India emanates uh, from groups that are supported by uh, Pakistan in one way or the other. And one other area where uh, closer cooperation with Saudi Arabia would be beneficial is in curbing the financial channels uh, through which funding flows to terrorist groups. India has been a, a long-time friend of Iran, um, one of Saudi Arabia's lesser favor, favored nations. You know, India is moving into this entire West Asian region. How might India try and balance and at the same time strengthen its partnerships with both nations, keeping this uh, situation in mind? Um, I think that Saudi Arabia and Iran right now are engaged in a kind of open uh, hostility. Uh, but 
all countries, uh, not only India, um, say the United States, which has just opened up, reopened its relationship with uh, Iran, or Europe, which has very good relations with both Saudi Arabia and Iran, or even China, which has close relations with both countries. So I don't think that there is any expectation that India can only deal with one of the two. Our relationships in this region are long-standing, and they are beneficial to those countries as well, and more so now, at a time when the price of oil is declining. So uh, India will certainly balance this relationship, and Israel is also always a factor in relations with countries in this uh, region. Uh, so we will uh, balance the equation. We should not, I think, uh, try like Pakistan has tried to mediate between uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia. It is not as if the two countries do not have diplomatic relations. It is not as if some of the Gulf countries like Oman uh, do not have good relations with uh, Iran. It is not as if much of the trade of Iran has not gone through another GCC uh, member that is Dubai. So there are enough channels of communication between uh, among those countries for India not to insert itself into this region because India has so many interests in the region that we really need to uh, engage on those issues. The, uh, the security of Indian expat workers who are almost 7 million in the region, uh, their working conditions, uh, they, that should, they should not be victimized as they sometimes are. Uh, our own energy security and our search for investments uh, from this region should have primacy and it is my sense that they will have primacy in the discussions that will be held. Right, that seems to be about it for now. Uh, thank you, Neelam. Thank you. You are listening to the Gateway House podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. And if you have any suggestions for us, please leave it to us in the comments below. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud and iTunes.